Welcome to the Real Estate Asset Management Podcast brought to you by Break of Day Capital. The show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems and manage their properties more efficiently to become a best-in-class operator. 100% straight talk. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Asset Management Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lipsky. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Asset Management Mastery, where we have a great community of thousands of like-minded individuals sharing resources and best practices. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz and we'll start the conversation. Today, I wanted to talk about the current multifamily environment. To a lot of investors out there that, that don't follow the data, don't follow fundamentals, it's scary. You know, the stock market fluctuations, the 24-hour news cycle, interest rates rising, inflation. I get it. There's a high level of unpredictability. Sometimes that could be the best time to buy. I'm seeing prices uh, pricing soften. You know, that doesn't mean there's a huge change in cap rates. I don't believe that's going to happen, but there is less hard money needed on deals. Brokers aren't necessarily getting their whisper price anymore, where before pricing was going well beyond whisper. Um, buyers are getting a little bit pickier. You know, I'm seeing on both sides as I'm selling some properties, uh, looking to lock in some huge gains and then also buying as well. My belief that it's still a great time to invest in real estate. And I can only speak to how we underwrite and where we invest. There are other good operators out there, you know, underwriting as well and in strong markets. But if you're an investor, do your due diligence on operators you wish to invest with because it's not about IRR or even cash flow. You know, picking that operator that has adjusted their underwriting for the SOFA curve, if they're using floating debt, um, a good fixed rate or a, a higher reversion cap on their underwriting, extra working capital, and in areas of high population growth are very, very important. We invest in cities that we know well with low cost of living, tremendous rent growth predicted, a strong job market, and still a ton of value to be added to these properties. It's not, it's not um, a city where everything's been picked over. And we've done extremely well in those markets and, um, and, and beyond what we could have predicted, thanks to the recent run. And I'd much rather under-promise and over-deliver. Nothing ever goes perfect. You know, we build in buffers throughout our underwriting. We spend countless hours going over it, fine-tuning it, stress-testing it. This is critical. You know, there are definitely some bad operators out there that are way too aggressive, have a super high break-even point uh, for, for occupancy, are margin to the hilt or leverage to the hilt, uh, have far too, uh, too much rent growth built into their model that doesn't sustain for that city, um, and they don't build in enough capital reserves or not good asset managers, quite frankly. So do, like I said, if you're an investor, do your due diligence on your operator if you're looking to invest with them. We are finding good opportunities out there because others are too scared. And that's a good thing for us. You know, I need to find 
good places to put my money and my investors' money. I've said this before, we are over 5 million housing units short in the US and it's only getting worse. Let me repeat that, 5 million housing units short. You know, they don't build workforce housing, they build class A properties. You know, and that's, that's because of the cost. It's, it's much more cost efficient to do really nice properties. And everyone needs a place to live. And we buy good quality value-add properties where, where there's a shortage of housing. Obviously, you know that real estate offers great tax benefits. We do cost segregation studies on our properties, which allows us to front load the depreciation. Granted, there is some recapture at the time of the sale, but it's, it's significantly less than the tax benefit you, you're going to receive, and it's kicking the can down the road. So you have that ability to invest that tax, tax savings into something else, meanwhile, and make a good amount of money. As you know, real estate is a great hedge against inflation. As inflation rises, so do property values and the rent owners can charge. Now, you can't expect the same rent growth we've been experiencing, and we still may get it in the best markets, but it's better to discount it quite a bit when you underwrite. And if you get it, fantastic. Real estate also is a hard asset. We don't, we don't make our prediction. Uh, if we don't make our prediction or an analyst you know, don't, don't meet, meet an analyst prediction for the second quarter in our performer. Our value doesn't go down 25% like a stock. We just keep creating more value by executing our business plan. There's no need to panic. And, and that's why I love real estate. We just closed on a property uh, in Tucson in mid-April, 176 units that we paid $26.4 million for. It. We're changing the name from San Marin to Icon on Park. Uh, we're going to paint the property, update the landscaping, add a dog park, do interior renovations, update the office and clubhouse, and change out the doors. We'll invest over $1.5 million into that property so that we can get massive rent bumps. And we're not going to stop just because of interest rates rising. We're going to execute on our business plan, continue to move forward, and create a ton of value. We're also closing on a $59 million acquisition um, in, in a few weeks. And our partners and I will raise $21 million for this 1989 property in Tucson. That looks like it could be a 2000 build. We're going to get over a $290 rent bump in a proven value add model where they've done a lot of the units already. We'll add package lockers. We'll add lighting uh, for the nighttime. Um, we're also improving the, the pool deck, adding a dog park, uh, adding a key fob system to make it easier for our residents to enter the property, get into the gym, get into the pool. We'll continue to separate ourselves from the competition so that this property stands out and we can get the, those premium rent bumps I talked about for this property. It starts with finding good deals, underwriting conservatively, creating a strong business plan, getting good debt and executing on that business plan. That's what good operators do during all phases of the cycle. Just because rent, uh, rates are rising doesn't mean you need to sit on the sidelines. Do your homework, be careful, but don't be scared to buy. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week on the Real Estate Asset Management Podcast. To all of our listeners, thanks for joining us. And if you like this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher and like, subscribe, and review this podcast as it will help us grow our audience and reach more people. And if you'd like to learn more about what we do at Break of Day Capital, 
head over to our website, breakofdaycapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and or fill out our investor application. We'll talk to you next week.